0: On June 17, 1917, three children named Lucia, Francisco, and Jacinta had an apparition that was part of a series of visions of Our Lady in the village of Fatima in Portugal. In this particular episode, the children claim that Mary said to them, I shall come to ask the consecration of Russia. My immaculate heart. If people attend to my requests, Russia will be converted and the world will have peace. Now, remember that as Roman Catholics, we do not believe that private apparitions are binding on the faithful in any way. The most the Church can do is to say that there is nothing contrary to divine revelation in the messages and that Catholics can choose to believe that there is something truly supernatural going on here. Catholics love their mother and understandably get very excited about any possibility of the mother of God and of us all manifesting herself in visible form on earth and giving us messages from heaven. The 19th century was a time of revolution. The radical ideas of Karl Marx sought to replace the existing social order with a new world order that would usher in a time of peace and total equality in which religion, defined by Marx as the opiate of the masses, would just no longer be necessary. Now, ideas hatched by academics in ivory towers rarely changed the world as we know it. But socialism and communism in various forms and projects to enshrine them began to gain more and more currency among the fashionable elite and just normal, everyday people. The Catholic Church, in her prophetic mission to the nations, recognized that there were some legitimate grievances that were behind this movement. After all, she herself taught that defrauding workers of their just wage is a sin that cries out to heaven for vengeance. But the social teaching of Christ she offered as an alternative fell on deaf ears as the atheistic nature of communism became the dominant chord in an increasingly discordant cacophony of noise. Ideas have consequences, and the 20th century became the bloodiest century in human history as technology gave men easier ways to kill each other, so that they could usher in a new age of peace. In many ways, Russia was the epicenter of this movement. February 1917 was the end of an age for Russia, which at the time also included much of the territory that we call, and was called centuries before, the Ukraine. The struggle between the brave new world promised by Karl Marx and friends and the light of the gospel has marked all of us in ways that we may not even be aware. Pope St. John Paul II was credited for the movement in the 1980s and 90s, which is often called the fall of communism. But it should be apparent to everyone with eyes to see that this heresy of our times is far from dead. As the apparitions at Fatima gained ecclesiastical approval, Catholics saw the message of Our Lady. Pray and do penance so that we may have peace. They saw that message as very timely. Some Catholics also fiercely debated not only the meaning of the message, and what it meant to consecrate Russia to Our Lady, but how that was supposed to be done. In 1929, Our Lady appeared to Lucia and said, God asked the Holy Father to make, in union with all the bishops of the world, the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart. In 1942, Pope Pius XII did a consecration of this type. Ten years later, he did it again specifically mentioning the peoples of Russia. In 1984, John Paul II consecrated the world to the Immaculate Heart after recovering from being shot by the Turkish terrorist Mehmet Ali Adja and attributing his healing to Our Lady of Fatima. In 2013, Pope Francis renewed that consecration. Now before, in the year 2000, Cardinal Ratzinger, as the prefect of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, stated that Our Lady's request had already been fulfilled. But one of the more bizarre conspiracy theories in recent Catholic history has had not a small number of pious Catholics convinced that since we have not yet seen Russia converted from her errors and peace reign in the world, then obviously there was something wrong with the formulas used and that there is something else very sinister behind all of this. The theologian in me, sees this as perhaps evidence that there are some people who have exchanged divine revelation for private revelation and put all of their trust in something the church herself has never said is on the same level as the message of our lord in the gospel the constant whinging about whether the consecration has been done properly or not Beers very close to a superstitious twisting of how prayer actually works. Do we really think that our blessed lady, who loves all of her children and is always listening to all of us, is up in her heaven saying, you know what, you didn't use the right tense of that verb, like some kind of celestial version of the soup Nazi from Seinfeld, Is that how our blessed lady works? Is she really that petty? Now, all that having been said, however, and as a theologian, I am bound by my vocation to declare that, I personally do very much believe in the Fatima message. And it is extremely timely as it has been ever since 1917. It hasn't lost any of its relevance, much to the contrary. Our Lady says, pray and do penance, and we will have peace. I want you to think of it this way. If we spent more time lifting our hands up in prayer and praise and reaching our hands out to help others instead of throwing bombs that we absolutely would have peace if we spent less time on the internet trying to figure out what might have been done by whom and where according to certain formulas and actually spent all that time and energy doing what our lady said then we'd already have world peace by now insofar as that will ever be granted to us in this valley of tears. What a tremendous technique of the devil to disguise himself as an angel of light, to distract us from the message, by all kinds of nonsense, about everything around the message. The 20th century scholar Henri de Lubac wrote a dense but brilliant tome called The Drama of Atheist Humanism, where he convincingly explains why what Fatima devotees label the errors of Russia is indeed so terrible and destructive. Let us remember, prayer doesn't change God. But it does change us and has a real effect on the world around us. So when we gather to consecrate, that is, to set apart ourselves, our families, our nations, whether it be in a particular fashion or in a more general way, whether it be according to public formulas approved by ecclesiastical authority, or an openness of the heart in private prayer. All of this does something. All of it means something. All of it is extremely powerful. Our Holy Father, Pope Francis, has called all of the bishops of the world and the priests of the world in union with them to consecrate Russia and Ukraine, two nations that are in a conflict that at the time of the apparitions at Fatima were legally recognized as one nation by the international community, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary this Friday, the Solemnity of the Annunciation at 5 p.m. Rome time. I'll be honest with you, I am pleasantly surprised at what seems to be unanimous support for this action among the bishops. I mean, when was the last time that we saw the bishops and priests of the entire Catholic Church united on the same page about anything? That means something, my friends. That's the miracle of Fatima right there. But that alone to me is impressive enough to see great value in participating in this. Five in the afternoon Rome time is, I think, 12 noon here, because I don't think they've switched their clocks around. And so before the noon mass, we will do something to observe the consecration. What exactly, I don't know yet, because I'm waiting to see if there is some kind of official text or action the Pope and or the bishop offers for our use. And if not, we'll still pray in union with Catholics all over the world who are going to stop and pray for world peace in a way hallowed by Catholic tradition and which has been rightly seen by the faithful as powerful to change hearts and minds to the light of the gospel. I ask you to join us, if you can, And if you can, offer up prayers for peace that day in a special way. Now, I wish I did, but I do not have a direct line to Mama. But I do know one thing without a doubt. Our mother wants her beloved children to be at peace. And I'm willing to do what she wants, to pray for that peace so that her immaculate heart may reign.